Consensus 1234 invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Glenn Robbins. It's another get this right here at Triple M. Good morning, everybody. It's me, Tony Martin. It's Ed Cavalli, fresh from the Cheese Rolling Championships. <laughs> you know, right? He's been chasing a double Gloucester all night. And how about a fake round for Glenn Roberts? Welcome back, Lenny. Nothing better than a fake round. Can I just say, I um, I just went your um fridge. Yes. Oh, don't go in there. <laughs> No, no, it's, it's quite clean and quite nice. Got myself a cup of tea. And I went to the fridge, I opened the door, and in the door was a banana. Oh, that's... Do you realise how much that's worth? That's probably worth about <laughs> yeah, 12 bucks. Yeah, grabbed it. That 12 is propping up this company. Yes. Is it? Is <laughs> that's it? an investment in the future. I can't wait till you go to a restaurant and <laughs> and bananas are going to be worth like, you know, we'll have, you can have the creme brulee, the, you know... Duck eye rolls. Yes. Or you can have the banana fritter at 28 bucks. I think it's going to... I want, I want bananas to be up like like caviar or, truffles or, or crayfish. I want to keep on going. Let's get bananas up to 28 bucks. <laughs> and they'll be delivered in armoured cars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Just anyway, won't. I'm, I'm going to go back there. That banana's going to be gone. going to say. Uh, yeah. It's anyway, sorry. It's sorry already to, gone. to uh, take over the show. Thank no, you. please. please yeah. We need all the help we can get, Glenn. Okay. Whatever you got. Hey, are you writing sketches? Did I see you writing a sketch downstairs? Uh, I, I've been... Uh, I do a little bit of work on the Ronnie John show, and I've gone back to um, doing a bit of sketch writing, which I haven't done right. for many, many years. Now, sorry, how are you involved in the Ronnie John show? Oh, well... I know, I'm, I'm the producer. Is this just part of this contract that Glenn must be involved in all <laughs> Australian comedy shows eventually? There is. Oh, I think it's a know. great tradition. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, there's a, there's a little thing called the Mafia. You make a couple of phone calls. <laughs> I hear you're doing a comedy show. Well, you'll be using our friend Glenn Robbins and uh, no arguments there. Because uh, jokes do break, <laughs> Mr. Johns. <laughs> so you're writing, when was the last time you wrote a sketch? Gee, probably back for Jamoan, probably back, oh, maybe 10 years ago. Wow. Do you find you're out of shape? You're out of, uh, you know... Oh, no, I find that, I'm finding that, that, that it's, it's coming back, but I'm presenting to a new generation, so right. I'm, I'll, I'll present and they'll go... And not that I think necessarily that what I do is gold. It's certainly not. No, no. Maybe one out of two, two yeah, yeah, is, is gold. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the then Robin's I'm going, ratio. there you go, and they're going... Yeah, maybe not. But, that, but that's fine. You know? But you mean present, because that's the worst mm. part about sketch comedy. You've written the sketch, and then you've got to present it to everyone else yeah. and maybe do the voices yourself and try and give it some sizzle. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm, it's got me thinking over the, what have been my favourite sketches over the years. I mean... Right. Some of your work has been... Some of ours. What have, well, we're getting oh, well I think I, I've got to admit that, that I am sitting next to on what I consider, who I consider to be the best sketch writer in sketch, the country. Yeah, it's sketches yeah. for years. I, I always like the sketches that nobody else likes. Right. You know, like, well, I did, you know, Tim and Phil was really popular. Yeah. And that was just something that was just tossed off in the lunch hour. Nobody really went for my Scottish stuntman, Evil McNeville. That was, <laughs> I was pushing that for years on Martin Mullally. Come on! And what did he do, Evil McNeville? He was just an incompetent stuntman. But get this. Uh, he was Scottish. Ah, well, there you go. There Evil McNeville never caught on. That's there the thing. Is. The ones you really like never catch on. I, I did a sketch um, years ago. This is a bit indulgent. It's talking about you know your favourite. But I did a sketch <laughs> that I really liked and didn't really catch on. And it was a golf sketch about, um, it was just normal golf footage. And, the, and you know, we've got Norman on the first, hits the ball into the crowd, hits someone in the head. <laughs> right. You're down there, Bob. What's happening? Yeah, it's hit him in the head. It's not looking too good. Okay, let's go to Felder on the third hole now. He's hooked the ball as well <laughs> into the trees. Oh, into the crowd. Oh. Bam! Same guy in the head. Bam! Twice. <laughs> That's got to hurt, Bob. Two different golfers. Same guy. Bam! In the head. Can't believe it. That's bad. He's got to be hurting down there. 
That, that didn't really <laughs> is that right? I like you, it. you love a bit of golfing, Glenn. I once uh, saw you in an episode of a theatre sports, not on TV, at the theatre, mm. where you just decided to play Greg Norman in every single scenario. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. That's funny, that, isn't it? Hey, yeah. You mentioned sketches. I have, I'll tell you what really is my favourite sketch that I did. When I uh, joined the Degeneration Comedy Group yep. in the 80s, I, it was there was the bloopers, bleeps, and blunders was a new phenomenon. Yes. Yep. So the first sketch I wrote was uh, some hijackers on a plane. Oh, was that yours? Presenting the hostage demands. That is one of the classic sketches. That's but yours. That was me. But then at the end, they present all their, their bloopers. Fantastic. And we sketch. shot that. Went really well. Never wrote another good sketch for six months. No, that's not true. <laughs> and no, it was tr- you asked Tom. I was like, I was having huge sets built for nuclear bunkers yeah, yeah. for yeah. sketches that were never, didn't work, nothing yeah. in front of the audience. And everyone would just go, yeah, but he did do the hijack bloopers sketch. Yeah, that's all well. So, but get this, that's 1987 at the ABC. Five years later, when I've met my wife, mm. and she worked on The Late Show, mm. and I'm telling her this story, but drunk, I'm going, oh, you got to hear the story about the first sketch I ever did. And we put on that sketch, and I show her the sketch, I'm going, this is the one that stopped me from getting sacked. And she goes, yeah, I'm in it, that's me. <laughs> and she's, she's one of the passengers ah. on the plane. What are the chances of that? Oh, God, it was wow. meant to be. Yeah, and she, it's fake. only because she was, like, uh, working in the staging department, mm. and they needed some more people to be yeah. on the plane, and Magda Shabansky ran out and just dragged her in to sit in the sketch. When, it's in fake. years to come, when they do the Channel 10 telly movie. The life of Tony oh, Martin. Yeah. Oh, Isn't that, that going to be a great that'll scene? That'll be a beautiful Isn't scene. Isn't that going to be a great Who scene? Who will be playing me? Is James Valentine available? <laughs> <laughs> Can Warwick Fairfax act? <laughs> you didn't know. My favourite sketch of yours, if we're going, going to be indulgent, was you doing Robert De Niro doing other jobs, oh, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, no, that is, I do like that one. But the problem is we just shot that for the pilot with a dodgy wig, and we went, oh, well, if we ever do it on the show, we'll actually make him look like Robert De Niro. So, um... And you... Yeah, I... Oh, I thought that the was a wig. Oh, you know funny. how important wigs are to comedy, Glenn. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a great <laughs> impersonation. It's back to the hair. Mm. All right, well, I think we've indulged ourselves enough. Uh, have we gone over, Nicky? Have we? Are we over already in the first break? Ah, well... Oh, I wanted we... to tell you about my least favourite sketch. <laughs> Do that, please. Get us back on track. Let's end on the least. Oh, you want... Do it, it now. It, okay. It. it was my... That I ever wrote, my least favourite sketch was in the comedy company. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> uh, there was a show, and Tony, you'll remember this, called Hooperman. Oh, with what's that about? Uh, John Ritter. What well was done. It? He Start was Superman. What was Superman? It was a, it was a, he was a, like a a lawyer a, or something. A lawyer. He wasn't cop. a superhero. I wasn't yeah. Hooperman. Oh, okay. no, I was right. Hooperman. Yeah. Oh, it's no. his last name, right? And 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 he was yeah, he was like a cop. And I wrote a sketch called Hula Hooperman. <laughs> <laughs> a guy who walked the streets with a hula hoop yeah. doing good for our community. Yeah, I'll I'll <laughs> I'll see, I'll see your, uh, what was it, Hula Hooperman, <laughs> yes. and I'll raise you with Pooper Scooperman. I think, that was, <laughs> I think that was one of those ones that never got filmed. <laughs> it's split ends. They're coming back. Uh, it's Triple M. Let's get this. Glenn Robbins has joined us. I just asked Glenn, do you have a website? Is there a dumb... No. No, no. No, I, no. <laughs> no interest? No, no. Has somebody got your name, though? Because, you know, often if you get on there, you'll find oh. somebody owns www. I always, uh, uh, there's been occasions where I have once or twice Googled my name, and it's a bit scary. Because, Don't do that. No, because all of a sudden, mm. you know, everyone's having a swing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 
ouch, really? Am I that? Oh, yeah, okay, better get rid of this. Yeah. And often it'll be, you know, rumours that you've got no idea where they came from. Glenn Robbins would be a terrible James Bond. <laughs> you know, just going, who well, started that? Well, I'm not I saying. did start that one, yeah. but, uh, you know, I, I think I'd be quite good at James Bond. Yeah. I noticed that Ed's on there. Are you going to your page? No, I was looking up Glenn. Oh, okay. What yeah. have you got? What happens when you Google Glenn Robbins? Uh, people having a swing, pretty much. <laughs> no, there's a guy who is a, is a navigator on a sub in the US. He's oh, yeah. Got a, oh he, yeah, Lieutenant General Glenn Robbins. <laughs> hey! Is that there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he's gone up. He must have... He's, he's general been, these He's days. been promoted. He's in, he's, he's in Alaska. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Fighting the good fight. Yeah. And you're yeah. here. Wouldn't it be great to maybe give him a bell sometime? Great idea. Yeah. Yeah. He does together. a fantastic Uncle Arthur. That's what I'm told. <laughs> Uh, hey, have a look at this picture. This is the first picture of Michael Jackson for some time, and he's at an orphanage, or a, where is he? Is he is that, where, no, where is he? Is that a don't let him near an orphanage. That's not a no, good idea. Was he with some kids or something? He was in Tokyo, just creeping people out. That's mm. what he does. And the, the, you know, is he downgrading the wigs? What's going on with the top of his head? That just looks like a really poor. Yeah, oh, that, that's a piece. Is that, that's something else there, is it? It's a, it's a bad Betty Page wig from the gay Mardi Gras. That's what it is. <laughs> Look at that. Does he wear mm. wigs? I, I, it wasn't all his hair burned off in that Pepsi commercial, and hasn't he been wearing dodgy wigs ever since? Isn't that true? <laughs> oh, wow. He's had a rough trot, hasn't he? Yeah. Oh, Michael. If you sat down for dinner, you know, had a bit of a chat, he'd have some cracker stories, he wouldn't he? He would. He yeah. would. And you know. Is the nose held on with magnets? That's one of the rumours <laughs> you hear. No. That the nose has been so severely filed away that it's held on with magnets. <laughs> you would be pretty scared if you were a surgeon and Michael walked in, you'd be going, you know, uh, you know, that's that's a card house. That you know, one more card, and the whole thing is going to the whole thing is going to fall down. What I love is that Ed's got, with all you know about Michael Jackson, what the magnets is just one too far. That's it. it. That's it for me. Because I'm wondering how <laughs> magnets keep your nose on. You'd have like, to have bit magnets of sort it... of uh, inserted into your face, and then you have a metal nose that just sticks on the. I. This is quite true. I had a bike accident and, and I had my nose broken mm. and they wanted to fix my nose. No, I wanted to fix my nose because it right. was like it was bent and yes. stuff. So I went in to get it fixed. And while I was under, they just took a bit of my nose off. Didn't tell me they were going to do it. Nowadays, I could have sued the guy, but he, he took... Really? Can you see two little scars just there? Yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. see if that's on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn Robbins' nose. See what you can get for and it. And some years later, I, I was thinking to myself... I want those two bits back because yeah. I had nothing to do with the fact they went, you know what, we, we straightened it a bit and we decided your, your nose should be a bit smaller so we just did it for you. Probably in, in, in hindsight, it's probably not a bad thing. Just but, a, you know, while we were there. While we were there, you know, had a bit of a tinker and, and, and shifted you around a bit. I might, wouldn't want to go in for something else to be tinkered with. <laughs> no. You know what, what I mean? Are you with me? Are you we've, with added me? A, we've added a winged keel downstairs. <laughs> we just thought you might need it. Well, I've got a bit of room to spare down there, so you probably could, you know. <laughs> then what you Mind you, I'm sitting next to uh, Ed over here. Hey, 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 he's hey. Mr. Sex. Go to his website. He's yeah. made it fruitier. You can have a really dirty conversation with Ed Cavalier on our website. Will, if you wish. My yeah. bit's not. Oh, okay. My so you read between it. the lines. Yeah. Right. That's the idea. My bit's very calm. Yeah. Right. And then people have... This, you know, they're sick minds. Right. It's loaded. You've loaded the bases. <laughs> you know what you want. When are you going to read some out on air? You just say how dirty they are and you never give Tomorrow. us an exa- Tomorrow. Yep. Segment? Yep. Segment two? Done. Done. Will you, I'll will bet you'll make a song for that. Yeah. Get you back here. There will be a song. <laughs> I've already started on the song and in my head. Can you put a bit of a voice on? Can you make it kind of sexy? Deal. And, and can you put some music underneath it? Ma- Mars uh, bar, yeah. yeah. All right, done, Glenn. Okay. If you're listening tomorrow, I'll be doing my impersonation of you as an Alaskan colonel. <laughs>
job done. With a magnetic nose. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> singing a song about golf. <laughs> there you go. That'll there make sense. Go. What about the Sex Academy? A sex theme park in London designed to enhance its visitors' <laughs> lovemaking skills will open in September, the Academy's director said yesterday. Amora, the Academy of Sex and Relationships, hopes to seduce up to 600,000 visitors within its first year. I've got an image of, you know, because normally when you go on one of those rides, it has, <laughs> has a thing that says you have to be <laughs> above this, above, <laughs> higher than this mark. <laughs> Then you know, if you want to go on this ride, you're you're longer. You're, you're, you have to, yes. There will Sorry, be I'm rides there. Now, no. There'll be a dodgems called Bump and Uglies. That's what <laughs> they'll have. But what would that? I think that's a bad name. Amora is that a good name? What about Bona Park? <laughs> they can't be serious though. I mean, wh- it's wh- serious. What what would you what do you what would you do? What would you what yeah. ride would you? How would oh, you? Wet and Wild. That'd be one of the rides. <laughs> <laughs> Ghoulie World on the Gold Coast. That's that's the one I like. We need a good name for. What about Orgasmiland? And bad. then they could open Eurogasmy. <laughs> <laughs> Neverland, often town, occasionally world. <laughs> one of these is going to stick. We need I, a better name than Amora. I got invited to one of those parties where you have to go as a character, That's and I right. happened to be asked to be to go as a as a porn star. So it meant that was I, everyone asked? No, there was, everyone, was, everyone was different characters. Yeah, you know, these these parties where you go as a character and there's a murderer and all oh, that sort of yeah, stuff. Oh yeah, host a murderer. You, know, yeah, you, right. you had to host a yeah, and I was a porn star, ah. and I had to go down to. I had to go down sure you to, did. To, the, to, the, to the pawn shop and buy some things. Oh, yes. So I walked into the shop <laughs> and went and announced loudly to everybody there, Hi, g'day, mate. Yeah, I'm going to never been to one of these shops before. I'm going to a party as a porn star. Do you mind if I have a bit of a look around and yeah. get some crazy yeah, stuff right. just for the fun of it? Yeah, exactly. For the fun of it. So anyway, I go off for a bit of a wonder. Half an hour, maybe an hour later. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't that long. So everyone knows... The problem was, by the time I got the things that I'd wanted for my party... What did you get? All the... Oh, there, was a, there was a couple of things. A <laughs> <laughs> couple of items of interest. A couple of items. By the time that I'd collected them all, the people that I'd announced to had left, and a new people, group of people just came through the door, saw me standing at the counter with all this pornography, and went, oh, my God, that's Glenn Robbins. What the hell? Look at You're sick, buddy. And then I'm going, oh, but it's for a, you know, it's for it's, a party. It's work-related. <laughs> But I did write off my tax, so it's okay. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And, and on your way out, you bumped into someone else who immediately said... I'm invincible. <laughs> I'm paying money. Uh, the girl's happy. She's got no money. I got my rocks off. Oh, how good is this? Oh. Yeah. I said, g'day, Rexy. How you doing, mate? And he said, have a look at this one. It's a ripper. <laughs> Orgasmy land. I want to point out that, you know, we're making jokes, but uh, the $17.6 million pleasure centre in Piccadilly is out to separate fact from myth. Oh. The world of sex, it's serious. It's a small world after <laughs> all. I'll be playing that. I think we should get out of here. Although, here's the, okay, here's the best name for it. What is it? Charlie Sheen's Place. <laughs> Just call it that. <laughs> That's the back. Nickelback here at Get This on Triple M, where Glenn Robbins is on board. Nice to be here. Uh, that footage of the cheese rolling, I know they run it, it every year. I love it. Someone got knocked out, I see. It's, that's the aim of it, isn't it? Mm. To just knock yourself out with an Edom, <laughs> a runaway Edom. <laughs> Where is it? It's somewhere in England, and it's an actual sport. See, this is mm. the kind of sport that does interest me. People say I don't know anything about sport. Cheese rolling, if there could be a cheese rolling channel, 
on Foxtel, I would be there You're every in. day. What is it about the cheese rolling that, that you like apart from other, as opposed to other sports? Just the senselessness of it. <laughs> Just people flinging themselves down a hill after a bit of cheese. What's the, where did that come from? Is what? it ancient? It's got to be ancient. Must be ancient. The, There's that other one where they have a really big pole. Oh, the caber toss. The caber toss. That's fantastic. That's a good, uh, that's a good sport. I've and seen that, that live a number of times. Really? I used to go to the Scottish Festival every, every year. It was my, uh, my auntie was the head of something or another. So Another one of your secret aunties? <laughs> <laughs> She's real. Uh, that was a major auntie. Sorry. Yeah, should we just go and watch the cable tossing? It was great. It's hard. It's hard to do. Oh, and It's not about distance. Is that true? It is, but you've got to... You flip it... And make it go up on its end and it'll go further. Exactly. Mm. It's oh. measured from the end when it, tosses, when it falls over. Mm. When will we get celebrity cable toss? That's a good idea. Great idea. Now we're getting somewhere. Tossing uh, with the stars. That's <laughs> uncut. Tossing with the stars. <laughs> That's got sizzle. I've been told to give this show a bit of sizzle, so can we have some? There you go. Oh, that's oh. good sizzle. I'm going to start sizzling up next week's show because I, I've been putting together the podcast, and that's always a lot of fun. Do you get into the podcast? I do, actually. It's a great idea. Like, Except my, 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 what do you call it? thing I died yesterday. So. Computer? No, the phone. iPod thing. Oh, did it? Yeah. And, right. and if, if your iPod dies, they just throw it away. Is it right? Just throw it in the bin. An iPod wow. is, is not for Christmas, it's for life, Glenn. You <laughs> should right. understand. It was making funny. I mean, if you have a, if you, this is my argument. If you have a, like a cassette player or a CD player, you can throw them on the floor and kick them in. iPod, I don't know. Uh, a little bit. Anyway, little bit, I'm not plugging for a new one, but if you want to send me one. I'm going to say no. Yeah, yeah. And I, your car's looking a bit dodgy, <laughs> Glenn. I think possibly anything like that. Yeah. No, I do, I do like a bit of, you know, because you can catch up. Yes. And, and with a show like this, there's so much stuff that you want to, you know. I listen every day, but I don't hear it all. Well, we can't. The thing that's really frustrating is we can't put anything with music on there. So oh, a lot is of that people, right? Yeah. Why is that? Because of copyright music issues. Yeah. Like, well, a lot of people wanted that thing we played last week, um, You Never Know What You'll Hear Next. Oh, yeah. It had the Night Rider theme in it. Oh. We can't. They're not, not going to sue Tone. Let's just put it on. Hasselhoff, will go us. Any really? Excuse. Yeah. See a goer. See, that's going to be trouble. A lot of people, if you go to them, they've got music on their podcast. Uh. Call the police. <laughs> It's not allowed. What but are you what, doing in there? What, that's right. It's illegal. One <laughs> of the fun things, though, is we're going back through all the shows, and you just go, how many good guests have we had? Oh, yeah. Have yes. we had a dud yet, a co-host? No. A lot of people didn't like Dylan Moran. I loved Dylan Moran. I loved it. It's up there. If you want to go to the co-host page of the website, you can hear the unedited shambles. Coughing fit, that is. It's a four-minute coughing fit. <laughs> You've got to download that. That's what iPods were made for. But what I'm going to do is try and sizzle up next week's show. Okay, how? Uh, just by mentioning some of the co-hosts. Well, firstly... Uh Let's start oh, yes. We've had a lot of requests to do yeah, this again. Yeah, Glenn was the only one who startled it. That's right. Yeah. Glenn called in. I called in, yes. And he was, let me tell you, that's a true story. He was incredibly startled. <laughs> Bob loves a good spooky story. And we were living a spooky story and he shat himself. <laughs> I, I should point out we haven't been able to get Bob Franklin on the phone yet. So nah, I've no idea no, Bob, whether... No, Bob doesn't answer the phone. It's like trying yeah. to get hold of Batman. <laughs> but hopefully Bob will come in for a startling on uh, Monday's show on... Uh, Tuesday's show, I think Chris Isaac is going to be here. He's going to be co-hosting the show. He's incredible. The makers of Big Brother. Nickelback. So, Chris Isaac will be. And he always has that bloke with him, plays the guitar. Kenny? Kenny, did he come on the panel? No, he came on and he walked in the studio and he was like, hey, how you doing? Very low key. And they didn't really meet eyes with anybody. So their head was down. Red light went on and bang, he just fired. (laughs) He was hilarious. All the girls loved him. Yeah. 
Red light went off. Bang. Yeah, thanks very much. Can we get a red light, Nikki? Yeah. We're going to need a red light. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Uh, on Wednesday, we're going to have Shane Ball on the show. Oh, Hang cool. on, what's this? Oh, he was in Are You Being Served Down Under? Was he? He was in Are You... He was the Mr. Lucas character. You don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? Are You Being Served is. I didn't know they did an Australian version. He was. And this is the theme. I like the... If you heard Regurgitator's remix, have a listen. That is fantastic. That's great. There are so many old British sitcom theme tunes that could do with a rejig. Thursday's show, how's this for sizzle? Richard E. Grant is going to be oh, here. Oh, yeah. One of my favourites. We know Richard E. Grant. He was with Noel. He was the man who said this. Balls. We want the finest wines available to humanity. We want them here and we want them now. That is a great movie. Oh, man. It's Ed's favourite movie. favourite movie. Is it your favourite movie? Yeah. I'm not surprised. Of all time. It's just a great film. With yeah. Noel and I. And then we're going to be winding up the week on Friday with Jane Kennedy. Oh, yeah. And I was trying to find a bit of Jane. The only bit of Jane I could find on file, musically, is uh, this is Jane singing the theme to What's Up Your Bum, which is a very short-lived segment on Martin Malloy, on Helium. What's up your bum? What's There you go. The You're one of the few people been able to get her out of retirement because her name comes up on projects all the time and she goes, thanks, but no thanks. And it's fantastic to hear her back on the radio. You know why she comes in? And just cue it up again. It's because of the sizzle, Glenn. We've got so much sizzle on this show. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully the marketing department will be happy. And, uh, hey, let's get the listeners involved. That's what we're going to do next. I'll get this. Get this. You might as well come in here and just wave a white flag. For census, one, two, three, four on Triple M. Uh, look, we want you to contribute to the sizzle here at Get This on Triple M. What have you seen on TV that's a bit shonky? That'll be next. That's underneath the radar. That's Underworld here at Get This on Triple M. Glenn Robbins is with us this morning and sort of kind of peripherally involved in Thank God You're Here, is that right? Yes, I uh, I helped direct, I work with, with Ed here, yeah. helped direct the uh, the ensemble, which is the uh, the live element of the show. All right. And we get together before and uh, we sort of go through, because the guys have a, a script that they, a backbone that they work with, mm. and then we bring the celebrities in, and uh, so I rehearse that with them. In other words, I become the celebrity for the sake of that, that anyone, this is a long discussion. No, it's interesting. Yeah. So I'm just yeah. wondering, yeah. you know, how much trouble is Ed giving you now that he's, you know, a, ro- a star? Yeah. I don't, don't. I'm not. He doesn't want us to talk about this. Yeah. No, he's, no, he's, he's fine. He'll, it'll ruin his credibility as the mayor. <laughs> I love it when he just plays the mayor. <laughs> Didn't you marry someone on the show last week? I might have, yeah. We're not supposed to. He's trying to keep it low key. <laughs> they do they do a sensational job, there is no doubt. I mean that quite sincerely. I I, I sit there and watch them every week and I go, how in the hell did you flip that? Because I know what the script is and I know what's being presented to them. Yes. And they very, you know, cleverly, like you do, I guess, on the radio, but very cleverly, you know, flip it and dovetail it into the way they want it to go because we've got the person who's got to come through the door, you know, up yes. next. So it's, it's very, very clever and I take my hat off to you. Dif- dovetailing. Did you say dovetailing? Ah. Oh, well, let's yes. have a bit of a dovetail, shall we? <laughs> it's radios. <laughs> Newest craze, it's the newest sensation, having two unrelated topics to phone in about. Oh, yeah. Confuses people. Nope. Weeds out sensible people. Excites people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is this a good... Are we going to persist with this? Yeah, it's yeah. It's sort of distracting from the fact that the prizes aren't very good, really, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry, Ed. 
<laughs> the prizes are good. Where I'm do you s- get the prizes from? Oh, look, maybe they aren't. They're from the prize cupboard. Today they're from the prize cupboard. Is there a real prize cupboard here? It's kind of like a prize sort of drawer. All right. In someone's desk. It's not like a, a gift emporium. <laughs> Have that kind of I love anything it. for free. Uh, anything for free is good, I reckon. Intent. Right. You're ahead. What do we want people to talk about today on Talkback Mountain? What about Shonky TV? Oh, yeah. What have you seen? There's always Shonky TV, and there's this story in the news about uh, the, uh, what's it called, Army Commander. Oh, there yes. In, uh, Dilly was being interviewed by Jessica Rowe, <laughs> and uh, she was, you know, asking whether Dilly was safe and uh, looks pretty dangerous over there. And he's replied, Jessica, I feel quite safe, but not because I've got these armed soldiers behind me. They were actually put there by your stage manager Excellent. to make it look good. Excellent. Mm. And she ran into, uh, Jessica ran into more trouble when she persisted with her line of questioning and referred to footage of looting and violence. Brigadier Slater told her, those pictures are a couple of days old. Sprung bad. I love Brigadier Slater. And, you know, that's the network that's accusing Seven of being on the ambulance chase. That's great. So there's always shonky TV. Not just on Seven, not just on Nine. What about on Ten? Here's what I saw on the news last night on Ten. There's a protest about um, uh, CFA firemen in Victoria. Oh, yes. But And so that was the whole deal. There's going to be uh, speeches, there's going to be a rally, there's going to be angry firemen on the steps of Parliament. But no, the big story was a woman at a window across the road... I know. ...kept flashing a can! Yes! <laughs> it was a can flash segment. Yeah, yeah. And I know. I've got the clip here, but of course, obviously, you can't see the cans yeah. on radio. So I've asked Matt to just point them out with a helpful sound effect. That'd be nice. I don't know what he's come up with, but let's listen to the clip. A sea of uniforms lined the streets and the steps... The passion of a union rally was there, so too some unexpected but welcome support. (laughs) Helping to inflame the passion, the onlooker buoyed spirits for a second time before the rally began in earnest. Do we want LEB signed? While the union claim remains, the fiery's fiery tempers were quickly extinguished with a final show of support from their number one fan. Now here's Stephen revealing some of Tuesday Night Sport. Uh-huh. <laughs> you boom, boom. But I reckon it was just the same shot. It was just the one shot, and they just kept chopping it in. And it made the promo. <laughs> it, it made really? the promo for the, for the news. It made you going, come on, guys, that is not newsworthy. Well, hang on. No, I'm, I'm wrong. It is. It what is am I saying? It's very and they, newsworthy. And the hands uh, got a much bigger cheer than the kind of <laughs> than the reforms Who they were hoping for. Who knows what the firemen are angry yeah, uh, about? I couldn't care. I don't know. <laughs> And in tonight's news, <laughs> it's all that's important. Oh, yeah. I love how he's, really, he's gone for the old Alvin Purple Aruga. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we might keep that on standby because that's what we want people to call up about. Just shonky things you've seen on TV. Yeah. Things that are, uh, they shouldn't be getting away with, you mean? Oh, just, you know, pretty much anything. Anything? Yeah. Just something out of the Are ordinary, something odd. I don't know whether this is bad or shonky, but I remember watching a telethon, and you'll get a lot of shonky stuff on telethons, and this guy <laughs> had, was coming in to give his money across, and what he, just, he said he was going to do was run around uh, Albert Park Lake down in Melbourne backwards. Oh, sweet. And he, right. on his body, he had mounted one of the two of those mirrors that you get on trucks. <laughs> right, yeah. Great. And he had him like, you know, they had the, had the, uh, the, the contraption like yep. there. there. Yep. So he could actually run, and he was deadly serious. <laughs> yes. And, he's, and he was going to run all day backwards, and people were going to donate money. And he came in, he was quite sad because people were laughing at him, oh. throwing things at him. <laughs> 
trying to trip him up. Yeah. I mean, that is funny, isn't it? But How anyway. far did he get? Because you can only run a couple of feet backwards and then it all goes horribly wrong. But it's, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> he had the contraption. It was great, <laughs> which would come in handy, obviously, you know. In your life to have one of those right. contraptions, just you know? following you to have yeah. the mirrors just at all times would be good. Yeah, okay. no matter where you are, you could go. Those kids are stealing chiquitos. <laughs> <laughs> no matter where you are, it's like those those glasses that had the mirrors up. You know, the teachers always had when the teacher yeah. was writing on the blackboard. That's right. You go, I can see you, Thompson. What you're doing? One of my teachers had one of those. They were called see behind you glasses. Really? And you could order them in the comments. Yeah, and they were right next to the X-ray glasses. That's right. Yeah. And the X-ray glasses had a picture. Of somebody looking at their oh. hand, oh. and they could see the bones in their hand, oh. and then just alluringly on the horizon, woman with huge breasts. <laughs> <laughs> and so the implication was, wow, if that's me hand, imagine what's going to happen when I look over there. See a skeleton, presumably. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. what I thought. But you order the glasses, and you know what they were? What? Did, you, did you ever order them, Glenn? Uh, no. It was a pair of glasses with a sticker of the bones of your hand on the inside oh. of the lens. How's oh. yeah, that for shonky? I mean, if you're going to... You may well go Sucks. straight for the breasts. I mean, seriously, <laughs> if you're going to put something in there. Have you got something there? Uh, not me, but uh, good old Prince Philip's not happy. Uh, oh, he's sick right. and tired of opening and closing ceremonies. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Poor bugger. Uh, and, and yet he, he pretended he was really into the Commonwealth Games ceremony. Well, this is what he said since. Opening and closing ceremonies ought to be banned. Absolute bloody nuisances. I, I have been to one that was absolutely appallingly awful. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. want them televised. He doesn't even want them staged. And yeah. I'm with him. Yeah. Let's just... Why do we have to have an opening ceremony for, and, and televise it and for take 45 years mm. and have Bruce McAvaney patronise me to death for three hours, you know, about how wonderfully Australian the whole thing is? Give that the horn. <laughs> He's got the right to say it if he was paying for his tickets. Oh, I mean, you're not paying yeah. hundreds of, you know, but he's, he's getting the, the full Best deal. seat in the house. Best seat in the house. Nothing. I'm sorry. You know, you've got to watch a few people dance around and throw <laughs> some whips in the air. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. What would you rather be doing? Uh, it's just great to read a sentence from him that hasn't got the word gollywogs in it. I find <laughs> it's just a relief. Do we have a fabulous prize? Uh, Hit uh, the music. Uh, oh, yes, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, caught off guard. A CD from the bedroom philosopher in bed with my Duna. The Red Hot Chili Peppers new album, Stadium Arcadium. And are you a large? Are you double extra large? Well, if you are, we've got a Triple M T-shirt for you. That's it. That's <laughs> Got sizzle. That's got Can the we, horn. Uh, and the dovetail is uh, can't do your best, Chad Kruger from, from Nickelback. From Nickelback. So yeah. we want you to tell us what you've seen on TV. That's dodgy. Of interest. Do a bit of a Nickelback impression oh, and something else, Glenn. Oh, just show us your cans. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, thought of that. <laughs> Call now on one triple three five three. Let's get this on Triple M. What were we listening to? In excess. In excess with Afterglow. Of course, we're trying to throw this segment together. <laughs> Talkback Mountain with the assistance of Glenn Robbins. Yes. We've all seen a bit of shonky TV yep. in our time. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've all helped create some. Absolutely. <laughs> and Sarah, Sarah, how are you? Sorry. Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. Good, what have you seen? Um, it was on TV. Two Good. people um, cleaning it, cleaning an elephant, giving him a bath. What but, show is this? Uh, I don't know. It was uh, ages ago. It was, um, it was on... Um, Cable TV. Oh, I think it's the Clean Your Elephant channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. So what happened? Yeah. Uh, well, there was a lady at the front with the hose and the brush and a guy at the back who was, like, sitting down doing the back of the elephant. 
and the lady at the front gave a, like moved her hand and that was a command for the elephant to sit mm. and it sat on this guy's head and and like the, this guy's head was stuck up the elephant's oh bum <laughs> yes. for ages and like he's trying to push push his head out finally the elephant like Shut it out, sort of thing. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, it was gross. But I mean, his head was in there for ages. How long did you watch for? Um, well, not very. Like I kept sort of looking and turning away. (laughs) But you couldn't turn away. So, how long was the head up there? Do you reckon? Like when he came out, was Shannon Noel ready with the song? Did (laughs) Did Eddie McGuire immediately bust out a special? Yeah, you've got to meet the prime minister. <laughs> haven't, haven't elephants got really long memories? I mean, isn't that isn't that elephant? Every day he sees that guy walk in, he's, he's just backing his ass to the wall, going, "You're not sticking your head up my ass yeah. again today." Uh, I'll take the peanuts, and that's it. <laughs> hey, Sarah, because he should have for him. Uh, let's uh, let's have a bit of your Chad Kruger from Nickelback. I don't know any Nickelback. Brilliant, that'll do nicely. Thank oh, yeah. you. <laughs> It's hard to do with your head up an elephant's bum, I can tell you that much. Hello, Alan. How you going, guys? Good, man. What have you seen at Shonky on TV? Oh, mate, I think everyone's going to agree with, agree with this, but uh, Big Brother's Michael, mate. I, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think he's trying to be the next Ray Martin, give him a horrible comb over and a disgusting suit, mate, and you can put him on a current affair. <laughs> Which one's Michael? He's out, though, isn't he? He's out. Right. Thank goodness. The guy's as annoying as, as bat poop. There you go. <laughs> and that's pretty annoying. That's as annoying as it gets. And uh, was were you watching the up late last night, can I ask, Alan? No, I did, mate. I missed Adna, but I, I did watch Rose. Yeah. And, uh, mate, it was boring. <laughs> it was boring. I, I thought to myself, my God, how is this guy getting himself on television? you talking about Rove, or are you talking about <laughs> the... Well, no? it could go either way. <laughs> oh, you mean because of the evictees? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it does seem odd. You're interviewing somebody who's not been interesting enough to stay in the Big Brother house. Ah. It's hard to get anything out of that. Mm. Yeah, well, he looked like a deer in the headlights. There you go. He looked really, really frightened. Um, Alan, it's yeah. time for your Chad Kruger from Nickelback. Oh, uh, okay. Um, how do we do this? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, come on, give me a hint, guys. What, 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 what? Uh, ah, lack of paper back now, <laughs> <laughs> I've got to do a big poo-poo. <laughs> I hope Brilliant. that's back poo-poo. I think so. But uh, if I didn't, did you see the Big Brother up late last night? What uh, was going on? I've no. gone, you know, maybe we've been a bit hard. We've been suggesting that it doesn't have very much value. We're suggesting it's not uh, heritage television. Mm. I've tuned over. It's just two blokes on a couch having a farting competition. Ah, that's gold. I probably would have laughed at that. Yeah. Probably thought that was really funny. Yeah. Sadly, I couldn't get the VHS in, in quickly enough to get it. I mean, I've, I've been seeing this. And I'm like, I haven't got the farts. I really need for that to work on radio. I need the farts. I tell you what, they must be pretty good farts because they're mic'd. You know, they're mic'd just under their under ah. their chin. I mean, gee whiz. I mean. That's, that's pumping him out. Yeah, that's good. But maybe that's what the guy should have done on Rove. Because, see, I do feel sorry for Rove. He's got to interview know, the evictees. And what have they got to say? Um, yeah, had a good time in the house. Yeah. Hoping to go back to promotional modelling. Check this out. I went, <laughs> to the, I went to the Big Brother house and I got to walk in the... I get to walk in when we did it on the panel first year. Walk in the the corridors. And, you know, oh, it's fa- it was fascinating. Ooh. And what's really scary is that when you watch it on TV, there's someone controlling what you will and won't see up yes, to a point. Yes, you're going well if they do something inappropriate, you'll cut away. But I was standing there in the bathroom. A person is standing right in front of me, thinking that they're alone. And you're going, please don't do anything that I really don't want to see. <laughs> oh, and then really? I went to one. Yeah, you, uh, because I you really felt like you were a. 
a, a fervent, oh, and I've purred through windows, so I know what that's like. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, uh, and then I went and saw a guy getting changed in in, in the bedroom, and it was, it, and I was, you know, I'm going, I'm staring at his ass. <laughs> It was weird. It was just too weird. And he he kind of knew, and I don't know, and we've met up since where, right, look, I see him occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> Let's meet Jill. Jill, hey, are you there? Jill. Yeah, I am. Hi. Jill. What have you, have you what seen have you something? Seen? Well, I was watching Up Late as well. Mm. Did you see um, the farting competition? I'm no, talk- I didn't. I switched over and I was no. on Channel 33 instead. There was a comedy thing on. Oh, Channel 31? 31, maybe, yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, I've never seen it because I'm staying at my parents-in-law and they have it. And right. so anyway, so I flicked it over in between up late, which was, yeah, very lame, and then was putting this on, and um, the guy we got on to start his uh, comedy set, and he's going, wow, we've got cordless mics. He was so excited <laughs> that they had cordless mics. So I thought, oh, okay. And then his whole comedy routine was doing an impersonation of Dave Hughes. <laughs> okay, going, how can how can you be a comedian impersonating a comedian? Yeah, I don't yeah, get that's that. that's very true. That's right. Yeah, it was very lame. Because Dave Hughes is already Dave Hughes. Yeah. yeah, that's right. He's impersonating <laughs> himself. Yeah, and I found similar. myself laughing, but only because Dave Hughes is funny, ah. not because he was funny. They were yeah, second-hand right. laughs. Yeah. Jill, uh, Jill how's, your, how's your Chad Kruger? Well, I, I liked your impersonation better, and no, I thought... Are you yeah. backing out, Jill? Yeah, I yeah. am. <laughs> very well done, though. I have to give a point for bad, that. Not that's, bad at all. It's worth a prize. Thanks, Jill. Hello, Melanie. Hello, how are you going? Good, how are you? What have you seen? Excellent. Oh, look, 12 months ago, I was parallel parked in Bridge Road, Richmond, and the person in front of me backed in into my car. Mm-hmm. Um, no damage had occurred, but I took down his details, and then the next moment, turning into Punt Road, I had a current affair in my window telling me um, they're doing a story on road rage, and the fellow behind me um, had told them that I had hit them. So um, I featured on the Road Rage story that night and um, and every Road Rage story that they've had thereafter, they keep featuring me as a Road Rage person. Oh, that's incredible. That's incredible. Well, Absolutely up- shocking. But we all know current affairs for um, not reporting current affairs, don't we? And, and were you going off? Like, were you screaming or anything? No, nothing. There was no no raised voices, nothing. There was oh. no Road Rage story in that one at all. So what, they just used a shot of you and... Yeah, they like came a shot of me in the window saying, you know, we're doing a story on road rage. The fellow behind you, um, you've just hit the fellow behind you. Have you got any comments on that? And I said, you know, no, he actually hit me and I wound my window up. I should have um, said to them, you know, guys, get a new story and they wouldn't be featuring me, I'm sure. What you should have done is flashed your tits. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that, you would have made the news yeah. every night. Absolutely, every night, yeah. and, and yeah. the cover story for the news too. There so you when you see a story about road rage, just say hello to Melanie. Uh, I know my mum's going to ring me because my uncles and everybody is you know, going to be in contact with me the next day as well. I'm going to be voting for you at the Logies next year, Melanie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Best, I'd love an invitation. Angriest newcomer. M- uh, Melanie, <laughs> how's your Chad Kruger? Yeah, I might pass it, that one back to you guys oh. as well. Yeah. But if you are involved in a road rage incident, and you're being filmed. Do I'll you, Chad sure Kruger? Absolutely. And it's I, she's in the same category as those uh, fat people from the neck I down know. whenever there's diabetes on the news. <laughs> Thanks to everyone who took part. Thank you. Get this. Free speech is free speech. And uh, 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 I think there is a an old saying, as you know, uh, which I cannot remember now, but... Uh, the Census, one, two, three, four on Triple M. Oh, there's some shocky TV right there. Thank you, Glenn Robbins, for helping yeah. us run over today. I hope I'm not participating in... A shonky radio show. I hope I made it shonky. This was no. a pleasure. I'm not even sure if it's still going to air in most states, but thanks to everyone who took part. And, uh, hey, I think our key phrase today was clearly... <laughs>